Welcome to the Fab Life Project Podcast. I'm your host, Amber J. Adams. This show is all about asking the questions that challenge us to elevate our lives while also having the conversations and discussions that empower us to show up as who we really are. We're on a mission to help millennials live courageously and intentionally. Let's get it. Hi, everybody. Welcome to episode two of the Fab Life Project podcast. On this episode, we're going to be talking about why you should have a word of the year. Word of the year. In my mind, I keep calling it the Wody. So if you hear me saying Wody throughout this episode, just, you know, overlook me, overlook some things and just really dive into the info. Anyway, let's do it. So word of the year. So let me tell you about how I first got really connected with this concept. Um, It was through a lady. I was introduced to her, I believe, by her podcast first, maybe her website, maybe her book. I don't know. She does a lot of great things. But her name is Christine Kane. And she, around the time when I found her, I think it was like New Year's 2020 going into 2021. And she had a podcast around this concept of having a word of the year. And it was the first time that I had really heard of it, but apparently it's been a thing. I was doing some research and it seems like one of the uh, key people who kicked it off, I can't remember her name, but the practice was called One Little Word. Um, And that's been around since like 2006, but I first heard it last year or two years ago. And I immediately gravitated toward this, this idea of having a word of the year. Um, So word of the year, loose translation of that means that you pick one word that is going to kind of be your, your challenge word of the year. Maybe it's your challenge. Maybe it is a reminder to yourself, but it really encapsulates what you are hoping to do this year or what you're reaching for or how you're pushing yourself in some way. So I immediately thought this was super cool because I love um, themes. I love the idea of having a theme, uh, having a theme for the month, like what is you know going to be my big thing I'm reaching for right now and having a theme for the year, having a word for the year kind of fell into place with that. So I immediately was like, oh my God, think I should have a word of the year. I tried to do it last year, but last year I was not serious about my Wody. (laughs) But this year I'm serious and I'm bringing you all along for the journey. So how do you choose your word for the year? How do you even start out with coming up with something that's going to be your word for the year concept? Christine said, I'm not sure how the other lady does it, the one little word lady, but what Christine said, and this is kind of what I followed, is to make a list. Start out with a list, create kind of a big word bank of different words that maybe are speaking to you. So you can think back on the previous year and you can think back on what you wanted to work on. You can think back on things that maybe um, you didn't get to do. You can think back on areas for which Maybe you have grown into a place of more awareness. Maybe awareness is your word. You think about, you know, some some spaces where you see growth either happening or you want growth to occur. And as you're listing, as you're listing these words, 
and you're thinking about it, or as you're listening right now, you're hearing me talk about the Wodi, the word of the year. What are some words that are coming to mind for you? Maybe it's one word. Maybe there's as soon as you heard word of the year, you were like, yes, I know exactly what my word needs to be. Maybe you need to like take a sheet of paper and do the whole practice of having a list of words and thinking about, okay, what could my word for the year be and moving through it that way. But I think either way, whichever way you decide to go, whether you know off the bat what your word of the year should be, which I would love to hear what you come up with, or you're kind of contemplating it a bit more, it was advised that, you know, if you have trouble picking a word, to try meditating on it for a bit. If you're not a person who meditates, then maybe you're thinking about it um, or just go with your gut. One of the things that I like to do when I challenge people to make decisions, I always like to say, one, I believe that most things we just kind of know, like you know what you want, but maybe there's something that's kind of blocking you from that. And I do this in a lot of my kind of broader practices around career stuff and business stuff. But I think even for this in a small way, if you just go with your gut and if I was next to you and I'm talking about the Wodi and I'm saying, hey, what's your word of the year going to be? One, two, three, go. And and as soon as I hit that go, you have to say a word. I think that that's probably the word that's speaking to you most right now. That's just kind of how I make decisions. So feel free to take that and run with it. But as I'm talking about word of the year, you might be wondering, what is my word of the year? And I'm happy to share it with you. So my word for the year is vulnerable. Um, I chose this word because I decided that this year I would choose a word that scares me a little bit. And the word vulnerable does scare me. And this is kind of a vulnerable moment, um, me talking about why uh, vulnerability or vulnerable is my word. So for me, I have never really seen myself as being someone who is particularly vulnerable. I think that, you know, to a degree, I am pretty open, but I think that there are things that um, sometimes, you know, even in my creative endeavors, I felt kind of blocked on, like I could not reach the depths of what I wanted to do and what I wanted to say because I had a willingness or an unwillingness to be vulnerable about certain aspects of my life or certain aspects of my experience or even thoughts that I had on different subjects. And so when I was thinking about this, I knew that vulnerable really should be that word. That should be the word that I chose. And one of the things that I did as I was kind of doing my meditation on why this word should be important for me this year, and this should be my word of the year that challenges me, is I went and looked up the definition of vulnerable. So I feel like it's one of those words that you just feel like you automatically know the definition for. And I definitely felt that way. But when I looked it up and I looked up vulnerable, the first definition was weakness. And that kind of threw me a little bit. It was about having a vulnerability and seen as a weakness. And, you know, it was a little disconcerting. And I got it because, yes, that is a key piece of the word or I don't know, weakness. Maybe I have trouble with that. Maybe that should be a word at some point, but I wasn't feeling that definition. But when I started to go a little bit deeper and, you know, you know, you have the first definition and you get the second and somewhere around the time you hit the third, I came across this one, which was 
Vulnerability is a state of emotional exposure that comes with a certain degree of uncertainty. It involves a person's willingness to accept the emotional risk that comes from being open and willing to be loved, the willing to love and be loved. And I think in my case, it's willing to be seen and heard or asking other people to see and hear me in a much, much deeper way. So a state of emotional exposure. And that definitely resonates with one where I have never quite allowed myself to be, but also where I believe this is the time for me to really go there. So, you know, this is my second episode of the podcast and I shared on the first one that this is something that I have been wanting to do for a while, which was to bring, you know, um, my writing that I did for the Fab Life Project to life in a way that felt a little bit more true to how I wanted to express myself. I love to write. Um, writing is, you know, a terrible torture, as most writers will tell you, but something you have to do if that's who you are. But I always wanted to just kind of go that next step and bring this to life. And, you know, I would do things like I would film um, different videos and just kind of dabble in that a little bit. And then over the pandemic, I really started to listen to podcasts a lot more because I was finally, you know, living on my own. And there was just a lot of silence in the house. And sometimes silence was a good thing. But then there were other times when I felt like, you know, you just kind of want to listen to something. And I didn't want that to be TV. So I ended up turning to podcasts and they really kind of transformed how I wanted to think about media, how I wanted to hear stories, how I loved hearing from other people. And it was so much fun. And I said, you know, I think this is something, maybe this is the thing. This is something that I really want to get into, but it has taken me a whole year. Cause like I said, last year, you know, my Wody, I was, I was playing games. I was playing games last year. I wasn't, maybe I was just kind of percolating and letting it simmer. But for some reason, or I just kind of have decided that this year I was going to really take myself seriously, take my dreams seriously, take my goals seriously. Probably like so many of you all, you know, in the shadow of this pandemic, we just had a lot of time to think. And one of the things that I had to confront um, as I have been growing into that awareness around how do I take my goals more seriously? And I feel like I should do an episode about this. But one of the things I had to confront was the fact that I have not always been willing to be the level of vulnerable or have that level of vulnerability that I do think when you are a creative and when you're a creative person and you want to speak and connect with other people through your creativity, that I haven't been willing to do what is required for me to reach that place. And so for me, vulnerable is word. This is the one that I am rocking with um, this year. So I have an episode that's coming up, which I thought was going to be my first episode. And then I decided, actually, no, this doesn't feel like the best place to start. Um, it's an episode about being a stalled creative and really talking a little bit more about that unwillingness to be vulnerable. So if you are someone who is hearing me saying this right now and you're really connecting with that concept, um, I have a show for you. But 
I would like to challenge you as we're talking about this to think about what is your word for the year? What's your word of the year? I think that, you know, it can be a little scary. The vulnerability piece for me is scary. Even saying out loud, I don't consider myself to be a super vulnerable person. Um, You know, it makes me feel some kind of way because I don't know, maybe there are people in my life who do see me that way. I don't see myself that way. A little bit of a disconnect. But I would love to hear more about what is your word of the year? What's the word that's really going to drive you this year? Maybe it's growth. Um, maybe it is imagination. I feel like imagination could be a good word of the year, especially for some of us, for, you know, us millennials. One of the things that I've always wanted to fight back on was that as we've gotten older, you kind of start to lose, um, a little bit of that feeling of wanting to be this creative person because you get so bogged down in all of the adulting, you know, bullshit. Sorry, I cuss. I just do. A lot of the adulting bullshit that we just kind of get drugged into. So maybe imagination is your word. Maybe it's love. Maybe it is connection. Maybe it is assertiveness. I like assertive as a word for the year. Like if you're somebody who has been seeing that you want to be more assertive in your life, whether that's with other people um, you know, different relationships, or maybe even with yourself, like assertive. I think that could be a pretty sexy word of the year. Maybe it's sexy. I like the idea of that. Sexy. What would you be doing if your word of the year was sexy? Mm, I don't know. I got some thoughts, but I would love to hear more from you. You know, you can find me on all the socials, uh, on the fablifeproject.com. I am around. So, Shifting a little bit before we close out, how do I want to use this word in my life? How should we be using our word of the year um, in our life? Because it can't just be, okay, here's my word of the year, and now you know I'm gonna step away from it because that's how I got off track last year, y'all. So we we're not letting we're not doing that this year. That's not how we're gonna roll. Instead, we're gonna think about this in terms of our daily habits. So for me, because vulnerable is my word, um, how can I be more vulnerable? Um, in a daily way? Is that being more vulnerable, you know, with my team that I lead at work? Is it being more vulnerable at work with my friends? What are my daily habits around that vulnerability? Or maybe it's also thinking about those bigger themes. So, you know, I did the last episode on lifestyle design and a key component of lifestyle design is that transformation of mindset. It's moving from a place of, you know, conventionally living the way that everyone expects you to, to declaring that actually I'm driving this, I'm controlling this. So I think that for me, especially when I think about lifestyle design, vulnerability is there, like really connecting back to this concept of making myself more open so that I can lead and live the life that I choose to have. That felt a little bit like a tongue twister. Hopefully you heard me through it. But also another thing I think about too, when saying, okay, how does this apply to me on the daily is how will this word ground me in the world? How would this word ground you in the world? Vulnerable for me and right now feels like in some ways having difficult conversations conversations that I maybe have been avoiding, um, and whether that's with other people or with myself, but just kind of showing up 
as me. And like there was a key word in that definition that, you know, I read to you all earlier, uncertainty, um, because that's what vulnerability is all about. You're not certain what's going to happen, but you feel so strongly about doing something that you just do it anyway. And you just kind of find out what happens next, being vulnerable. And then finally, how will I embrace the concept of it? How will I embrace the concept of vulnerability, being vulnerable, or having this as my word of the year? I think this, what we're doing right now, is a manifestation of me embracing the concept of being vulnerable, showing up with the podcast, declaring it, telling people this is what I want to do, and showing up you know, consistently um, is for me embracing that vulnerability and being vulnerable enough to say I have things that I think are important that I want to put out there. And I hope that, you know, people listen to that, that they rock with me um, and we just go for it together. That's really what it's all about. It's going for it together. So this has been, you know, my episode on the Wody. Hopefully you enjoyed it. I would love to hear more about what your word of the year is. I hope that this inspired you to think about your year um, in a broader way in terms of what you want to uh, achieve this year or what you, how you want to feel. Cause it's not just about achievements, how you want to feel this year as well. I know, you know, and not everybody's a new year's resolutions kind of person. I'm really not I'm more into thinking about my goals. And now I'm really thinking about goals and like the quarters and really having a system for checking in on them. But I feel like if you're somebody who's just kind of starting out with really lifestyle design creating this vision for yourself on how you want to live, how you want to move through the world, then embracing a word of the year feels to me like a small step in that direction. It's that small action of courage that we talked about. So here you go. On that note, I'm going to let y'all loose. Hope you find a fabulous word of the year. I would love to learn more about it and stay tuned for what I have coming next. We'll see. We'll see what shakes out. All right. Thank you, everybody. Have a fabulous day. Peace. Thank you so much for hanging with me today here on the Fab Life Project podcast. I'm super excited to have your support. Hit that subscribe button. And if you want to connect more with me and see what we have going on between episodes, then find us all over the socials. We're on the Pinterest, on TikTok, on Instagram. I might even tweet a little bit. We'll see what I what I get into. But thank you so much for hanging with me. Talk to you next time. Bye.